Oi oi and welcome to another episode of Not Quite A Podcast, listening in live on SoundCloud and iTunes Live. It's not live, what am I on about? I'm just adding that in and making lies to you. Subscribe on both those accounts and you can get these uh, podcasts direct to your mobile devices and computer-ish accounts whenever they make an appearance. And if you are subscribing, hello. Thank you very much for listening. I do appreciate that. There's also our Twitter account, and Not Quite Pod, where you can get all the info up as well. So this episode was meant to be a bit of a review uh, episode of two albums which were coming out, two album releases which I'm very excited about, two smaller releases, which are Sweet Creature and Sister, but they have not come this way yet. So that we'll have to wait for another time. There are two big label releases that are coming out. I'm not going to go into too much detail about them, but you should check both the albums out. Yes, first of all, 6AM's Prayers for the Blessed. It's part two of a double release for 6AM this year. This is not uh, as good as the first one, but there are a couple of standout tracks on it and definitely worth a listen. Also, we have Metallica's Hardwired to Self-Destruct, uh, the first Metallica album since 08, I believe it was, when Death Magnetic was released. This is a fantastic album. There are a couple of... Not so great tracks on there, but a majority of uh, the new Metallica album is fucking phenomenal. Really, really great. Uh, I'm really enjoying that. I'm just absolutely gutted that they missed out on the UK number one album spot to fucking Little Mix of all fucking things. So that's uh, a little bit shitty. Um, and I'm going to stop swearing. <laughs> so recently in America, the last few days, it was Thanksgiving and that gave me a little bit of an idea for the top five for this podcast, you may have seen me tease this one a little bit on the Twitter. It's the top five rock stars that we can give thanks to. 2016 has seen a number of rock stars uh, pass away, and really, we are not left with too many legends left um, sort of alone. And the next generation of rock stars isn't really happening. There's very few of them out there. Uh, maybe that's an, an idea for another po- podcast. But these are the top five uh, that we can give thankful for that are still here and that are still creative. Number five is Bon, well, ex ex Bon Jovi guitarist Richie Sambora. What an absolute legend! What a great songwriter! And despite all the shit that's gone on between him and John Bon, it's great that he's still out and producing some really great. Great music. So, yeah, Richard Tambor, a real underrated guitar hero, and that's why I thought I'd stick him in the list. Number four, the almighty Meatloaf. My real guilty pleasure. I, fuck it, I don't even say that it's guilty pleasure. Um, Meatloaf, you can't, describe, you can't deny it. It's iconic. An absolute iconic songwriter, along with uh, Jim Steinman, he did, and Meatloaf did for very ill early on this year, and I'm just great that he's still with us um, and still going strong as well number three on the list um possibly the youngest person on the list i don't know really mr bruce springsteen what a songwriter uh you know when it comes to legendary not just rock songs but just legendary musicianship and and songwriting in general all types of music you have to say bruce is definitely the boss number three on this list and then we're going to come to the top two number two Mr. Alice Cooper, yes, Alice is one of the musicians that I really, really look up to. He's he's one of my favourite artists of all time, and he doesn't look like he's going to go anytime soon, does he? He really is a vampire, and he played one in the movie. Um, but yeah, maybe less said about that, the best. And number one, thank fuck he is still here. Mr. Ozzy Osbourne is definitely the number one 
Rockstar that we can give thanks to for still being alive and still causing the chaos and yeah just being Aussie and apparently when Sabbath finish next year he's very much up for putting out a new solo album so we will see if that comes to fruition as well don't go anywhere Aussie we will not be the same without you so literally just before uh, I started to record today's podcast it was announced that Kiss will be returning to the UK next year this is a full-on Kiss tour finally Paul Stanley remembered what the crowd were chanting at download a couple of years ago that they want a UK tour he said we get it and we've only got to wait another year well another few months to get it 2017 KISS are returning to the UK on the 27th of May. They are up in Glasgow. They're up at the Hydro. I know somebody that should be listening to this will be looking out for it. Howdy, Gareth. 28th the day after, they are in the Birmingham, the Barclay Card Arena, followed by Manchester on the 30th of May, and then down in the O2 in London on the 31st of May. I will 100% be going to at least one of those dates. I'm not missing KISS Live. They are one of the greatest bands that you can see live, even if you're not a massive fan and you know a few of the singles, you will get every penny's worth of your ticket price with seeing Kiss. They're all great. Also announcing a tour recently for next year are Ghost. They are bringing the massive uh, Pope Star tour to the UK. Also in uh, the, beginning, it's the beginning of next year in March, so you will see Ghost on these shores. And I think that this is going to be uh, potentially the last time you'll see Ghost in small venues the way that that band is building and the way that they are getting, I think we're going to see them in, in bigger, bigger venues very soon and potentially on the next album release. The American shows have been much bigger venues and the Pope Star Tour in America has been highly, highly received. So, um, yeah, go and check out a bit of Hail Satan, pop, metal, rock, synthy, whatever you describe Ghost as. Don't miss that. That's going to be one hell. There you get that. One hell of a tour. So this is a bit of a two-part podcast. Uh, earlier on in the podcast, I was saying that I didn't get a chance to review the new sister album because it hadn't come to me. But I had some technical problems, and I didn't get that uploaded in time. But it's amazing, and it's all meant to be because there's more stuff to talk about, and I've had the sister album as well. So I'm just going to check that on the end of the, the last podcast, uh, and this is a bit of a mixed mash one. And yeah, it'll it'll all sound good out there, hopefully. So yeah, the new sister album, Stand Up Forward March. It's an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal album. Like, seriously fucking good album. I'm so, so glad I've got it and it's worth the wait. So Sister are a Swedish sleaze metal punk band. The way I'd like to describe uh, Sister, take a bit of Guns N' Roses, the dirtier side of Guns N' Roses. Throw in some misfits and murder dolls and a splice of splice splash <laughs> or spice of wasp and you will get sister. The first album hated came out a few years ago and was absolutely fantastic. Heavy, screamy vocals, but not too screamy that you can't make it out, and big choruses. The second album came out uh, two years ago and that was Disguised Vultures. That wasn't as good. They went more of the heavier route with that one, more of a a faster pace and more of a screamy vocal and it just didn't gel as well but this new one has gone back to the hated style the songs have a little bit more structure there's a little bit more professionalism in the recordings as well although they do have still the screamy vocals which is a, sort of a style of theirs 
you can you can hear it a little bit more clearer and the the choruses a bit more sing-alongy a bit like the hated album in fact the first five songs on this album are absolute bangers seriously seriously good the standout track for me is a song called carry on which actually starts on off on a little bit of an acoustic slower intro before it kicks up Another highlight as the uh, the album goes on is Dead Man's Dirt, Dead Man's Dirt, which is an absolutely great little bouncy chuggy number. So that's really good fun too. But yeah, seriously, the first five songs on this album are so so good. I'm really excited for this, and the disappointment of the album before has has really got me excited for it. So yeah, I think that's why it's a little bit more special. So yeah, sister, step forward, step up, forward, march. Please do go and check that out. It's so good that I'm really expecting it to be at the high end of my album of the year list. It's a fucking fantastic, fantastic record. As I said, they're a fast-paced band, bit of a screamy vocal. That's the sort of thing that you can listen to. Highly, highly recommended. Love this band. It's just a shame they're only doing one date in London on this tour. Shame on you. This is the first album with Crushed It, Martin Sweet uh, on bass, and I think maybe the addition to Martin Sweet is what's helped with the, the songwriting, and if this is the direction that this band's going to go, I'm very, very excited for the future. But not just the future, the now. This is, as I said, a fucking belter. So I've been saying it for ages, I've been waiting for it for ages, it's finally been announced. Guns N' Roses will be in the UK. UK? UK! I really can't get my words out on this podcast. The UK, Guns N' Roses, Friday the 16th of June. That's what I'm talking about. It's part of the European ch- uh, leg of the Not In This Lifetime tour. And I'm very, very much excited for this. As, uh, as uh, previous listeners may know, this is the, the gig I've been waiting for. So despite the very steep ticket prices, I think it's something like £96 for the general admission. 167 I think I saw... For fucking Golden Circle. I fucking hate that bullshit. Paying extra to be at the front of the pit. No chance, mate. I'm not going to be fucking about with that stuff. But I am going to be there. I am going to be trying to get hold of tickets. I'm not going to miss London Stadium and Guns N' Roses. That's going to be something that's very, very exciting. um, And a show not to be missed. We've also had a few festival announcements. Um, I saw this morning that uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow are playing... I think it's the Stone Free Fest. It's the second year of that festival um, at the O2 in London. So yeah, a new or uh, well, current version of Rainbow, if that's your kind of thing. Download Festival have announced a vast majority of bands uh, for their lineup. A real fucking mixed bag this is, and goes through a few of the lineups. We have Mastodon, Motionless in White, Pierce the Veil of Mice and Men, Airborne, Fozzy, Good Charlotte. I'm quite excited for Good Charlotte. Coheed and Cambria, Opeth, Clutch, Ministry, Devil Driver, Wokwat, Red Fang, The Dead Daisies, Sleeping with Sirens, Four Year Strong, Story So Far, Basement, Issues, Every Time I Die, Crown the Empire, Knuckle Puck, Asteroid Boys, Grey Wind, Exodus, Goddamn, and the Lost Society. And also we know who our second stage headliners for Download Festival will be. It will be Sum 41, who are also part of this announcement, and as well as Rob Zombie on the Saturday night and Slayer on the Sunday night. And I have seen that Slayer will not be clashing um, with Aerosmith uh, on that Sunday, so I don't know if the all the stages will be finishing in time for Aerosmith, or it's just Slayer that won't be clashing, but that's that. And Sum 41 headlining the uh, the Friday 
good for them. Um, I didn't really see them as a big enough uh, second stage headliner. The new album is is pretty good fun, and they are going to obviously bring a lot of retro to that. And Download are aiming a bit more towards the the pop punk market, and with Good Charlotte on that day as well on that stage, that's obviously what they're going for. But when you look at the other bands that have headlined that second stage, and the other two bands that are headlining this second stage, Rob Zombie and Slayer, there there's normally a big name draw to that second stage headline slot, right? Um, and it doesn't seem that some forty one are um yeah are, are big enough. Also on that list, I've I've missed out that Alter Bridge will be sub headlining to Aerosmith on the Sunday night. Alter Bridge are a phenomenally good band. Uh, just saw them a couple of weeks ago, as I've mentioned, and they are great. The only downside to that is that's exactly the same. Uh, rounding off the festival as 2014. It's um, why I can't get excited about Aerosmith, even though it's the last ever UK show. It was only a couple of years ago, and the same with Alter Bridge going on before them. That's exactly what they did before. It'll work, it'll be great, but yeah, just doesn't seem that exciting. Also, Bloodstock have announced a couple more additions to their festival uh for that weekend bill we've got skin dread announced for them as well as testament municipal waste whitechapel um and annihilator all added to the bloodstock festival we're also out here in the sticks of gloucestershire we're getting a new festival down our end and um, it's called amplified festival uh this is this is quite good for us we don't get much in the way of alternative well, big alternative uh, music events going on. We've got the 2000 Trees Festival, which has been really picking up over the last few years. But this is a, a pretty cool thing. We've got Pebble Mud uh, playing this, along with Sponge, Rain of Fury, Welcome Back Delta, Broken Jaw, I the Lion, The Vigil, Stop Stop, who I am a big champion for, if you've uh, probably heard me talk about those. Also, Captain Accidents and Goldbirds, all added to that. There's going to be a mix of unsigned local talent and big names on the Amplified Festival, so a new festival for my neck of the woods coming up next summer. So thanks once again for listening in. Uh, this was a bit of a mixed match short episode of the podcast. Going to be back in two weeks' time on the run-up to Christmas with the uh, top ten of the year, my top ten albums of the year, as well as a little award ceremony and a look back at the year that is 2016. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate anyone that's taken the time to download, listen, slag off or comment about this podcast. I love you all in ways you do not want to imagine. Thanks again. Goodbye.